Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. He knows less than I do. It did. I, Alex texted me when he won, and I just said, that feels like a win for America. <laughs> Held off the Canadians. <laughs> I mean, you guys should be ashamed that Canadians finished second and third. Why am I ashamed? I beat them. Yeah, I, I'm saying as a nation. You don't really care who got second place in World War II. Nope, sure don't. Because you know what? That's a loss. That's a big L. <laughs> there are no winners in a World War, Tim. There are no winners. Sure no, are, America. There, there are, yeah, us, yeah. both times. Back-to-back yeah, yeah. <laughs> champs. Back-to-back, as they like to say. I mean, so is, so is Canada, but... Yes, yeah, so is like- most of the world. You realize that it was most of the world against a very small part of the world. Not that small. I mean, population-wise, I guess they had some, you know, some numbers behind them, but... Yeah, and it also depends what at what point are we talking about in World War II? Because at first, Russia did one of those, you know, the switchies, though. The old bait and switch. The old flip flopper. All right. Well, this isn't a this isn't a World War podcast, so let's get this oh, thing. Can going. it be? I have so much I want to talk about. I don't think I know enough. I'm <laughs> it's all right. You guys take a break. I got this week. Hello and welcome <laughs> to Way Off Topic with Hinch and Rossi. Uh, in the buildup to hitting record, there was a very spirited conversation about the Second World War, uh, in which two of the people on this podcast claim was single-handedly won. No, nope. <laughs> no, single-handedly. Claim, no, we just, we just there are victors. Yeah, yes. there were. Right. That sorry, that America won the war. Well, yeah, yeah we didn't correct. lose it. Well, yeah, but <laughs> we you didn't say didn't... America was the only winner. But you said we won. Is that America won? Yeah, uh-huh. I feel like the Allies won. I feel like it was it was many, more of a group. How many nukes did Canada drop on Japan? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's <laughs> the point. That was what ended that it's one. Pretty big. It's a pretty big point <laughs> in history if you look at it. It's, it's not one of the nothing. bigger points. Yeah, it's not nothing. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it was a collaborative effort. It yeah, was. that America spearheaded. Oh God! I mean, we got into it late. You I say you guys joined like yeah. three quarters of the way through, <laughs> but okay, whatever. Yeah, That's... Uh, I mean, they they helped. They helped a lot. Uh, anyway, we're a racing podcast sometimes, so let's. The Canadian effort at Point du Hoc was uh was very well done. They fought among very many bravely. other places. Yeah. Yes, I think we have a a very good reputation as a small and relatively underutilized <laughs> <laughs> military force. But when we're needed, we really step up, old Canada. 
Oh, Canada. Well said, sir. Well said. Well, hey, guys. Welcome to... Um, is this the first show of the new year? Yeah. Because we, yeah, we, we didn't do it last week, right? with the last one. We had a kerfuffle last time. So, happy new year, everybody. So, how were your guys' new year's is, 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 is? Um, I was in Utah skiing, um, which was great. Um, Did they kick you out of the bar right at midnight? Oh, uh, we, so we actually stayed in New Year's Eve and kind of did our, okay. our own little self party. But the we went out the, the night before, and actually, so I was misinformed. Um, they actually stay open till like one thirty. Huh. Oh, nice! Very normal. Yeah. Um, there are two weird and kind of annoying alcohol rules, though, that I will discuss. The first one is um, there. There's no kind of doubles allowed. And in theory, I said that last time and you guys said I was wrong. (laughs) I said you couldn't order a double. And no, 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 no. We just said that there's a metered pour. We agreed with that. I just thought you could order it for another one. Okay, Tim, shut up. Right. But I didn't I didn't realize how you meant that. I thought you meant because they had the metered thing. And it's like, yeah, you just do it twice. No big deal. I didn't realize you were saying that like legally. You cannot order a double. James and I are on the same page there. But let me explain to you why that's a problem. Not because I was trying to order double vodka sodas, but when you order an old-fashioned, there's more than one ounce in in said drink. And so, but like, they also don't compensate for the rest of the ingredients. So you end up getting a very bitter and very sweet and very short old-fashioned, which was disgusting. So That's bizarre. So like... For cocktails, not great. So um, the martinis really suck in Utah. <laughs> martinis are terrible. Um, <laughs> not even on the also, menu. It's just also, a shot glass. <laughs> what also was really frustrating is, so, you know, a lot of people, when they're on vacation, they go out to dinner, they have some cocktails, and then they have wine with dinner, right? Or they have some beer with apps and then wine with dinner. Well, you you can't you can't do that. You You have to finish whatever's in front of you before you can even order you can't even place the order like let alone they won't bring it until your cocktail's finished you cannot verbally order another drink with a waiter until what is it currently in front of you if it's alcoholic is empty i would or they've taken it away i would love to see the matthew mcconaughey scene from wolf of wall street in utah (laughs) (laughs) one of the best scenes ever and apparently it was completely like ad lib Oh yeah, that's yeah, like, that, that's that, something he that, does to like psych yeah. himself up. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. actually kind of cool. Uh, All but, right, uh, so yeah, so that was meetings every seven minutes until one of us falls the f- over. That's a really good Matthew McConaughey. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, aside from that, the snow was amazing. The um, housing that we were so kindly provided was amazing, and we all had a great time. So, how was everyone else's New Year's? Jiminy Hinchcliffs. Well, Tim, because okay, so mine was um, mine was actually a COVID Christmas New Year's. I mean, oh, it's like mine last year. Cool. Yeah, so it's 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 weird. It's weirdly ironic that we decided to do. Well, I mean, we didn't decide because of this. We do New Year's up in our cottage, which is like in the middle of the woods, two hours north of the city, nowhere near people, and. 
I think on the way up there, we stopped, you know, in the small town outside to get groceries and stuff. And I think that's, that's our best guess as to where we got it because we weren't really out and about before that. But obviously, this one's been pretty, uh, pretty potent and transmissible. So yeah, unfortunately, the the morning thirty first, morning of the thirty first, evening of the thirtieth, I guess, uh, started feeling not great. Did a home test, and yeah, sure enough, came up positive. So we had a couple of friends coming up. My sister was coming up, and uh, we had to had to tell them to turn around and and not come up, which sucked. And then there was like two days where I didn't feel great, and Becky didn't feel great, which sucked. But we then had to kind of do our quarantine post, you know, symptoms or whatever. So we just stayed up at the cottage, the two of us, and it was actually like it sounds kind of pleasant, other than the COVID it's yeah, part. it's it's yeah. not terrible. So once the once like the bad symptoms went away, we were just sort of doing our our isolation time. You know, we had to we were supposed to be coming back a bunch of days earlier. We just extended the trip. We didn't have anything back in town to be for be here for. So we kind of just had this nice couple of days together after like all the hectic traveling around and everything with the holidays and always somewhere else and always with people and whatever. The two of us just had sort of a nice little recovery uh, time together, but New Year's Eve itself was a little bit of a uh, little bit of a letdown because of that. But these things happen. Timothy, uh, how about yourself? It's uh, kind of a double holiday for you, right? Yeah, yeah. Hazel's birthday was fun. She's eight now, which is insane. That's uh, actually madness, isn't it? Isn't it weird? Uh, and it I just makes up- me upset that it means I've known you for that long. Long. it's it's odd yeah i think we met in marco's it's hot gross. tub like 10 or 12 years ago mm-hmm. <laughs> uh it's just also uncomfortable yeah let's not uh, tell that story yeah. <laughs> i'm definitely gonna i'm definitely gonna tell that story um, my, at my next no. wedding <laughs> <laughs> now, when's just that kidding be i love you I don't know. She's doing a pretty good job so far, so I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I kept up my 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 favorite uh, New Year's Eve tradition of watching CNN's New Year's coverage because they get obliterated drunk. And what? there's just oh my god! It's have you not watched CNN's New Year's Eve coverage? No. Anderson Cooper gets hammered. Anderson Cooper's ripping shots of tequila with Andy Cohen. My favorite this is a was real like, thing? Was, Are you serious? A hundred percent. I love and my favorite was it was like a three-act play over three years. There's one year where Don Lemon's like really drunk in a bar in New Orleans, and he's like, you know, I'm just I think I'm ready to find love. I think I'm ready to get hurt again. I'm ready to open myself up again. And then the next year, he's like, I want to introduce everybody to my partner, David. And I was like, way to go. And then the next year, he's stone sober. And I'm like, what happened? And it's like, oh, he quit drinking. He like, <laughs> he, he was ready to find a relationship, got a relationship, got help. It's great. He had the whole character arc over three New Year's Eves. Wow. It's Man, wonderful. that's oh, Andy awesome. Cohen, like, Andy Cohen got drunk and went on a rant about how everybody hates de Blasio. And then he was like making fun of, uh, of the CBS crew and yelling about how bad Journey is with the new singer. It was wonderful. I did <laughs> not know that this was a thing, but I got to say, I highly, I, I want to see more slightly intoxicated people on television. I think Just it's actually CNN very entertaining. Are you, are you, are you encouraging that considering what phase yeah, of your career you're going into? Well, no, I don't think I should do it, but I do think that you I let me think in. there should be no, under no, we, no circumstances. We've let you do live idea. podcasts but, and it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah we yeah. saw how that worked i heard I um fun. no i think i would love to see like sporting of like a youtube channel where a couple people sit down and watch 
like day old sporting events hammered like or slowly getting more it's like drunk history but the history is you're watching live sports like I mean, drunk history is hilarious we right like that's a ability. great concept <laughs> yeah so we should like watch old races and just have a couple cocktails and enjoy the commentary of an old race with some opinions from people who i think we could just turn a this podcast into pops. that i mean it's already kind of knocking on the door <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesdays, am I right? Um well cool, well, Tim. That's that's a fun thing. Oh no, it's a blast. You, you have to do it next year. The other fun thing about winter break and all that for schools, uh, you know, Hazel not being in school, I still think of it as winter break, even though I'm in my thirties now. Um, a lot of sports. A lot of bowl games, a lot of football. Alex, how much money did you lose? Um, none really. Uh, he what's... doesn't bet on sports. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. I don't sports bet. No. So, um, the app that I tend to um, not use, not use, <laughs> kind of has a feature, and I was really, I was kind of cool. So it shows like your your lifetime kind of uh progress balance basically balance yeah. yeah and through it all i am a very small amount of hundreds of dollars like under 300 dollars down which is hmm. fine yeah. um it's not up but didn't it's, that it's a lot didn't that, a lot didn't of, that rely a lot on work to to kind of <laughs> get nothing actually lose money um but you know i guess it's fun question mark Did, but, but was it your like your your account balance you know your lifetime balance really only brought into that window after one very successful weekend when you like made up for 11 and a half months of like maybe not doing great it was irrelevant because at the end of the day <laughs> the bottom line is the bottom line james that feels a little relevant no, it's not. It's fine. Everything's good, guys. So, like, yeah, we right. had to fight our way back to pretty much even, and we got there. And so you got, you, you that's got the thing. Good. That's the thing. You know, more gamblers should do this. You know, if you're down, keep going. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, that's a really. I really don't like that. We should probably put a disclaimer here. One, don't do that. And if you have a gambling problem, please seek professional help. With Hinch, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, do seek help. Uh, oh so, man! Actually, if there's there one was... lesson I've learned, it's you just keep going. Yeah, just double down, baby, double down. Hammer the over. <laughs> it's funny. So part of part of what I had to do the past couple of days was some content days for Andretti Autosport, and um, there was a segment that's going to come out that's called like wrong answers only, and. One of the things was, um, you know, advice you'd give your children, and I was like, "Give up." And they were, like, and the other one was like, uh, "What? What's? Um, what's a good goal to have in life?" And I said, "Die." Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly yeah. where I went with that. And they were all you very will taken win. aback. And I was like, "What is? What? Yeah, what? You said wrong answers only. Like those are the most extreme of the the, the correct versions of what you should do." Um, 
So anyways, so that's slightly off topic. Anyway, so Tim, you brought up there's been some um, big well, football games happening. You know, week 18, first week, 18 week NFL season we've had in a long time. Um, ended last Sunday. Um, you know, week 17 saw the end of fantasy football, um, which Tim and I both won our individual leagues. Um, James, you know, he didn't win this year anything. I, I podiumed. Is, I, I did. I won money. I podiumed and in our league that counted for a hundred bucks, which is double my entry fee. And for somebody that's not from this country and doesn't follow the sport at all, I would say it's very impressive. What's more impressive is that Robbie Wickens finished second. <laughs> And also, do you want to know what I just sport. realized? What? By winning fantasy football, I'm up money in sports bets this year. <laughs> so you're a hundred bucks up. There you go. I am. There you oh, go. Like 112 well, bucks up. So there you go. All right. So we well, no, hang on. But you're not including your entry. But you're not including your entry fee for that. So you're actually so minus I'm, 50 from that total. So I'm 70 something bucks up. Yeah. So there was the you're uh, in the black. And Alex, you got to. You got to remind me which game it was, but there was a game where if yes, it's tied, Tim, I got it. Just, just, on. just, you don't know enough about sports. Um, there was there was a scenario that was talked about for the entire week leading up to week eighteen, and it was this. So the AFC was was very tight between a couple teams in wild card positions. Um, the people that are listening to this podcast are from Indiana, so they know what happened. Um, Colts lost to the Jaguars. They haven't won there in five years. The Jaguars are the worst team in the NFL and probably one of the worst NFL teams in history. All the Colts had to do was go there, win, and they're in the playoffs. Well, what did they do? They lost in typical Indianapolis Colts fashion, which opened the door for the scenario. We that are going to get so the... many bad comments from that. Oh, <laughs> no, we, we, really... we are an Alex. In. Yeah. I really, really don't care. Um, and so it opened the door for the scenario that was brought up on Twitter and everyone was like, Oh, ha ha, that's funny. Like that'll never happen. It, 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 it made it so that if Pittsburgh won their game against the Ravens, then they would be in the playoffs only if the Sunday night game, which was the final game of week 18 between the Raiders and the Los Angeles chargers, if they didn't tie, because if they tied, both of them would be in the playoffs and the Steelers would be out. Well, what happens? Colts lose, Steelers win. So it sets it up for this thing that could possibly happen that's never happened in NFL history. And it would be very strange to two teams being like, yeah, why would we even play? Because our whole objective is to get to the playoffs. And if we both just don't do anything, we're both in. So the game goes on. It's a, it's a, kind of a one-sided game for a lot of the time. The Raiders kind of seem to have it sussed and, and locked up. But what happens is Chargers mount a comeback. They somehow complete like seven fourth downs in a row. And they tie the game at the buzzer. So we're going into overtime. And now everyone's like, okay, is this, is this real? Is this the NFL somehow rigging this? Like this, is this for TV? Like, how is this possible? Because at one point, like it, the game was over and, and the Chargers completed seven fourth downs, one of which was a fourth and 21 that they scored a touchdown on. Okay. Wow. So we get into overtime and now the commentators are starting to be like, okay, well now we're in this point where like they did tie and <laughs> maybe, maybe is this a scenario where they don't do anything? Well, we Can get you, wait. So sorry, sorry, sorry to interject as a football yeah. neophyte. 
you can tie in football once you go to you overtime isn't it like sudden death no it used to be but now there's 10 minutes and basically once the 10 minutes elapsed if it's still tied it's tied Period. and they oh, both wow. scored in overtime right no so what happened is um what happened is they uh there was there was some back and forth no one no one really scored no one no one really did anything and we got down to like three-ish minutes left and the Raiders had like 15, 20 yards to go to get in field goal range. Both teams had all their timeouts and it was at the point where the Raiders, they had a first down, they could literally snap the ball or they could literally just do run plays and take all of the time off the play clock, take it down to the two minute warning. And as long as they, you know, did one more play and the Chargers didn't call a timeout, they could just, milk the clock and end the game in a tie. Okay. It's worth noting. I looked it up. They both did do, they both got field goals in overtime. No, they didn't. Cause it didn't end in a tie, Tim. Yes, they did. That, uh, Chargers yeah. got a field goal. Raiders got two field goals. I'm looking at it right now. The first quarter Raiders got 10 points. Second quarter Chargers got 14 Raiders got seven. Third quarter Raiders got three points. Fourth quarter Chargers got 15 points. Raiders got nine. Overtime, Chargers got three points, Raiders got six. Yeah, so they right. both got a field goal, but the right. other team got two okay. field goals. Yeah. Honestly, completely irrelevant. So the point is, they were taking the clock down, and um, it, it was 100% what the Raiders were going to do. They, they had made the decision. They were just going to take it down to zero. Chargers got cocky. Coach called a timeout before the two-minute warning. And so what that meant was the Raiders had to actually run run a play and get a first down or else they would, you know, th turn turn theoretically turn the ball over on downs um, and put the Chargers in, in really good position to to kick the winning field goal. Or I guess to just have possession. Anyways, long story short, Chargers got cocky. So what did the Raiders do? They ripped off like an 18-yard run, set up the guy that's never missed at his home stadium a field goal. He's like 32 for 32, went 33 for 33, won the game. See you later. You don't go to the playoffs. And it's like, as a sportsman, I 100% understand the, the approach. You're, you're not going to go into the game and not play for 60 minutes. Like, that's not, that's not an option. But you, you play your heart out. It's a physical game. Guys were getting hurt. Like it was, and you got to overtime, right? And then through overtime, you end up in the situation where you're tied again. Your job as a coach purely is to get your team to the playoffs at what point do you just not say cool we tried we we tried to beat them let's just take it and we both go on maybe you have a difference of difference of opinion james and and ultimately the true sporting thing happened and right. one team won and the steelers got in but like wouldn't you think that that's a pretty legitimate reason to kind of do a handshake deal really quick and be like that i i, I I wonder if there was some conversations with like ownership and the NFL being like, well, "Hey guys, the Raiders, the Raiders came out afterwards and said they were content with the tie until the Chargers called that timeout." Right, which was they, they they said that changed their their thinking, and they said, "All right, well then, f you." Yeah, <laughs> like, no, that's what it was. The Chargers tried, and and I wonder if the Chargers coach agreed to something and tried to get tricky, and tried to dupe them. And it, it bit him in the ass. Like that's such but, a wild scenario. Like the fact that that could even be set up like that, where you can essentially force a tie for the sake of that. That also like really complicates like 
all in any betting stuff. If there's like a handshake agreement that the teams would get to a tie, get to overtime, and then both just be like, well, all right, I guess we'll just not try to score now. Well, no, because because it's not legal a, for them to be involved in a bet. So it's yeah, irrelevant. I don't think there was any collu- like collusion where they're talking about it, but they're both very clearly aware. Hey, if we tie, we both make it. <laughs> like, yeah, man, that's a weird scenario to be in as a sportsman. I can't even. Oh, that's bizarre. Well, I guess like, I, I guess the parallel would be for you guys if there's a championship. If you're if you're racing for a championship and you're in third and there's a risky move to go for second, do you go for it or do you? Of course not. Keep the points. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's there's a parallel there, right? I mean, it's it's a little different. It's because you know there's something on the line in terms of a playoff. Like your season ends that night or it doesn't, right? Um. Yeah, man, that's. Like the the only thing I can the only thing that would be the same in racing is like all the tiebreakers you guys are even on first seconds thirds whatever and you're running fourth but if you run you know if you finish third you tie no even then it doesn't make sense there's just yeah. I can't think of another scenario where that would that would even be a, a thing but yeah I didn't yeah. mean it was a direct parallel but I mean you yeah, yeah. you do have to take the long view a lot in racing. For sure, but like those guys didn't have a long view, right? They had what, and they kind of had one game left, and the other team could screw them over if they have this sort of wink across the field and a gentleman's agreement that they're not going to score. And then, I mean, maybe that's exactly what happened: is they they tried to get cheeky and try to just. I, I honestly them feel, and, I honestly feel like that's what happened. Yeah. Um, but like it's it's still the risk versus reward doesn't make sense because it doesn't. You're in. Well, exist. and then the Raiders had the higher seed, anyways, right? Like it didn't affect them at all if they won or tied. Is is how I, my I I don't follow football close enough. My friend Jackson explained all this to me. Oh, is that who sets your fantasy football lineup for you? <laughs> it is. Yep. Is that who won your fantasy football? Sure league? is. Jackson yep. helped right. on my fantasy football. Helped I don't even win. know any of your players. <laughs> I made a lot of. Tra- I don't even focus on that at all. I kind of do the James stuff where you're just looking at whoever. I guarantee you're, James you're, knows who his running back was. I had a couple of really good ones, actually. Um, the only thing that I can think of that's even kind of like this is like indie qualifying where you pull a time that's in the show to go again and it doesn't work out. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. No, because this was a guarantee. Yeah, but there, you would be guaranteed in the show, but you're trying to get into the fast nine, say, at Indy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but no, because there's an advantage to that. There's Fair no enough. advantage to, to any team winning this game. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. It's a bonehead weird. move to call that timeout. Yeah, sports are weird. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. 
We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, okay, so I've got a funny story that I want to talk about before we go talk Chili Bowl. Um, the other day, uh, our neighbor, Becky and my's neighbor, came to our door. And it's a guy that we, we'd seen out walking dogs and stuff. And uh, we established that he had, he'd done a stint up in Canada when he was younger. And, um, you know, we kind of were starting to chat or whatever. And he and his daughter stopped by to, to drop off. A, he views a stint as like a punishment. Uh, no, very complimentary of his time in Canada. In fact, he's trying to send his kids to school in Canada, which is where he went to school and why he felt he was so successful in life. Just saying. Anyway. Makes sense why he ended up in Indiana then. Uh, you don't know why he ended up here. There could be a lot of reasons. He could be in Woodsec for all we know. And so anyway, he and his wife, or sorry, he and his uh, daughter stopped by and they dropped off something for us, which was very, very sweet. And because we were sort of just getting to know each other, he he left a little piece of paper with uh, him and his wife's names and phone numbers on there in case we ever need anything, kind of, you know, one of those things. His wife's first name is not a name I've heard used as a first name before. Um, but I have a feeling you might like it because his wife's name is Rossi. Hmm. Her first name? Her first name is Rossi. And so like, we're both looking at this sheet of paper as he hands it over and he like, he had said it. I'm like, I'm not hearing that right. There's no way I'm hearing that right. And then he hands us a sheet of paper with their numbers on it. And her name is Rossi. And I was like, not exactly the same. R-O-S-S-I. And I was sitting, so Becky and I were sitting there after the fact and Becky was just like, that's one of the coolest first names I've ever heard. She's like, I've never thought about it. And she loves it. She loves it for a, for a woman. She loves it for a girl. She was like, man, if we ever had a daughter. And I'm like, I don't think Rossi Hinchcliffe is going to go over very well. I don't think that would actually be a great thing. Well, then if, if Alex ever has a son, it will be Hinchcliffe Rossi. That's the only appropriate thing to do. Nope. I mean, you can I'm shorten kidding. it to Hinch if you want. It's fine. Him. Uh, he would now, name him Thim before he named him Tim. Now, I, I want to be very clear here. I love Kelly. She's great. Alex, you have to steal this man's wife and marry her. <laughs> <laughs> you have to make this woman Rossi Rossi. And it's not its not like a nickname for Roxana or like... I don't know. I didn't ask. It was just written down on the sheet and he had referred to her several times while we were talking as Rossi. And it was spelled R-O-S-S-I. I mean, and we were like, that's a cool, that's actually a, that's yeah. a badass name. I like I that. like to think like maybe that. your neighbor is just messing with you. That is possible. It's not outside the realm of possibility. So again, one other topic before we, we get to Chili Bowl. Speaking of Becky, it reminded me of a conversation 
Um, we celebrated <clears throat> Becky's 34th birthday, I 30, think it was. 30, sorry, sorry, Becky. 33rd 39. birthday. January 10th, 33rd. Um, on on um, Sunday. And 50 years she, old. She brought up some <laughs> really interesting over points um, about the podcast. Looks and great. she's 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 oh, become yeah. she's become an avid listener of the podcast. She has. I think she's <laughs> oh, listened to more podcasts all than <laughs> all of us combined. Yeah, you know, and and which is great. And she had some, you know, kind of notes which were great. Some feedback. But, but really you the, bring these up 30 minutes in. But really the biggest the biggest thing that she said was like Frankly, Tim is holding you guys back. Like his lack mm. of editing, his lack of video, and his lack of giving you content to post is really, really like handcuffing right. you guys as having She's a very, legitimate podcast. She's very upset about the video. We had an issue with the video. We now can do it. Oh, okay. Or we're just not going to ask and we're going to do it anyway. So we now can do video. Oh, cool. So so you, I know what your afternoon and evening looks like. Yeah. Uh, say, is this are we here? Is this going to be our first video be, episode? We'll post this right now. That's wow. Amazing. <laughs> I, I mean, it's good that Tim. I definitely know, should have gotten a haircut earlier. And and Same. so and so, what was interesting was like, well, okay. I mean, let's keep in mind, Tim doesn't get paid. And she was like, yeah, that's fair. Why don't you just cut him in? And James was like, you know what? Sure, he can have a hundred percent. have a hundred percent everything we make. <laughs> that's fine. Not a problem. He can have it all. Yeah, yeah. including the debt. Do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think I'm the one that put more money into this yeah. podcast. <laughs> so on that note, Tim, chop chop. But I just want you to know that you know she she thought that it's all your fault. That's fair. Um, I get it. I don't. <laughs> I don't love it, but I understand right. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like mathematics for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware that it makes sense. Right. <laughs> but it's not for me. Not for me. So guys, the racing season is officially getting underway and it's not Daytona and it's not it is well, I mean, to be fair, um Motocross already started, but the four wheel uh racing world is gonna kick off. This next weekend, next week, this weekend, this weekend, this weekend, it's this weekend happening. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's Chili Bowl and biggest sprint car race, I think, of the year. Right. They kind of they like like NASCAR. They kind of open with their hallmark event in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, awesome event. I love I've always loved watching it. I always think it's super entertaining. I used to have a crew chief at Andretti, a guy called Dave Sharpley. And Dave was really big into the sprint car world. He introduced me to some people in that world. Uh, I had a spotter who is still currently an active, incredibly successful sprint car driver, uh, Tyler Courtney, a.k.a. Sunshine, whose T-shirt I will be wearing this weekend in support uh, of him during Chili Bowl. Because, Alex, what's happening this Saturday during Chili Bowl? I hate when you do this. We're going. We're going to go to Chili Bowl. <laughs> I, did, I honestly didn't know where you were going with Yes, that. you did. Yes, no, you I didn't. I didn't know if you were going to like talk about dreams of general aviation accidents or well, Okay, what. we're going to get to that. Okay. So, okay, so we were at we – were So we're going to fly. Uh, we're going to fly there. We're going to fly to Tulsa. Right, so hold on. So we are, we are at Becky's birthday dinner, and we came up with this pl- – well, no, you're right. It was IBS. So we were doing one of our bourbon meeting things, 
um, at Buzzkill's house, which has a beautiful new bar in it. Well done, Buzzkill. Great and Katie. Good job. Yeah. Um, and, and we came up with this idea of like, hey, why don't we fly to Tulsa for the Chili Bowl? Because we've always wanted to see it. And Connor's racing in it. Connor was there. And we came up with it. We hatched this plan. Cool. So then the next night, um, we were out to dinner. And uh, Alex and I were talking. And our buddy Greg was there. And he was like, man, I'd love to come to that. And we thought, okay, uh, we can probably do that. So Alex was like, yeah, we're going to fly down. He's doing the math on how long it's going to take and this, that, and the other, whatever, whatever. And then we all go home. And um, we heard afterwards that on the drive home, Greg's wife looked at him and said, what did you just commit yourself to? And he was like, I'm not sure. I think we're flying to Oklahoma or something. And she goes, that's so weird. Last night, I just had this crazy dream about a small aircraft crash that <laughs> I was on, I, I was on this aircraft and it crashed. And it was so real. It was very, very alarming. So fast forward 24 hours and Alex is at another dinner with the same two and, and Riss starts telling the story and Alex replies with, Oh, so Riss was sorry, sorry. Yeah. So I, I was in the office the next day and um <clears throat> Riss told me the story. Sorry, James, I wasn't listening, but yes. Riss told me the story and I was like, no way. Two two nights ago, so Saturday night. Which Kelly, would be the same night. Which would be the same exact night. Kelly had a dream that she was she was in a small airplane and it also crashed. Um that the thing with hers was it kind of she was flying it, but didn't know how to take off or stop, um, which, you know, you feels probably, like something you should you know. Should know they're important those. parts. They're yeah, important yeah. parts. Yeah. And um, so she kind of not even flew it, kind of drove it off the end of the runway down a cliff <laughs> into the water. And she was OK. Um, you know, someone came and rescued her. And then there was like a big hook that took the plane out and all this stuff. And Marissa was like my plane crashed in the water and i was like huh were you okay and she was like yeah my cell phone got wet but you know i was able to get it and 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 save everyone that was on it and i was like oh cool so you must have been the person that rescued kelly that's great so everyone everyone lived you know things happen it's scary but thank goodness in your dream it wasn't like a nightmare and everyone was okay well fast forward to today which, well, fast forward to Tuesday, which is the day that we're recording this. And yet again, I'm in, in the office with Marissa um, doing some some stuff. And, and James stops in. And James, uh, do you want to tell us what happened so, today? Yeah, so we're in the office and Marissa starts telling me this story. Now, I had not been privy to any of this information. So she starts saying how how Greg had said he's going to go with Alex and James going to fly to Oklahoma. And she goes, well, that's crazy. Cause I just had this dream about a plane crash, small plane crash. And then she goes, and then the craziest thing happened. I was telling Alex about that. And Alex looks at me and goes, that's so weird. That same night, Kelly had this dream about a small plane crash. And as she's telling me this story, my like the colors draining from my face and my jaws on the floor. She goes, what's wrong with you? And I said, Saturday night, Becky had a dream about a small plane crash. 
<laughs> so you guys aren't flying to the Chili Bowl, right? We're 100 percent flying to the Chili Bowl, but we just want it to be documented that if we go down, like dreams why are real. Would you, why would you still do this? Well, because the thing, real. the thing, it's not real. But the okay, thing is, but, like, part of you has to just say, okay, if the three of them had the same dream, <laughs> it's the a same really night, weird thing. Maybe there's, maybe don't tempt it. It's like no. the actor who played Jesus in Passion of the Christ got struck by lightning twice. You think some of them were like, hey, maybe not. Maybe we stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, the I mean, James left out a part. Like in Becky's dream, James died. But yeah, like, there wasn't all. It no. was, wasn't all survival in Becky's. Becky's, I was the only fatality. Um, but so you I, know. I mean, that means me and Greg are good. <laughs> I haven't actually told Becky this part of the story yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I should anyways. probably tell her before she hears it on the podcast or, or I might you be should, in trouble. Or she not tell her and you should tell her when you get back safely on Sunday. She's going to listen to this before we leave. She'll probably listen to it on the plane to the Chili Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, do me a solid. Don't listen to this week's episode until I'm gone. <laughs> so anyways, so we're going to come out. We're going to check it out. We're going to cheer for Connor. We're going to cheer for... What did you call sunshine. him? Sunshine. Thunder, Thunderdome? Oh, sunshine. <laughs> sunshine. <laughs> and um, we're going to have a great time. The, the only Rico other thing. And we got a lot of buddies I'll, here. It's gonna I'll be fun. start the search for new hosts now. The only other thing that like <laughs> kind of was like not super exciting to hear about was Marco explained to us that, you know, there's like this thing that exists at the Chili Bowl called the Chili Bowl flu. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? Like, that's that's probably you. People are just hung over because they party too hard. And he's like, no, no. That's what I thought he meant. Th this is literally a couple hundred cars that are inside a building. So it's probably carbon monoxide poisoning. And I was like, oh, good. Yeah. Like, you you, you literally Google it. There's a definition on Google. And it's like, they just took carbon monoxide poisoning and gave it a different name. Like, chili bowl flu isn't a real thing. Carbon monoxide poisoning, that's a real thing. When is When is the chili bowl? Saturday. It's it runs all week. So like some of so these guys are, are guys in flying? this building the Saturday. entire time. Oh, you're just going down Saturday and coming back Saturday? Well, we're going down Saturday, coming back Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, because the, the main race is isn't until like 10 30 p.m. or Got something. It. So I'm just trying to so we'll do a late brunner on Sunday. No, we're gonna leave at like 7 a.m. on Sunday. Got yeah. it. Okay. I expect <laughs> the island to be covered in meats, cheeses, <laughs> fruits, and <laughs> And nuts. Yeah. Maybe some right. pickled vegetables of sorts. That'd be great. Well, Kelly, Becky, Riss, and I are going to have a ladies' night on Saturday then. You sure are. Good times. Well, guys, uh, <laughs> we're going to sign off. House. We're going to sign off. Hopefully not for the last time. Maybe forever. And, uh, and hopefully we can. be so f***ing morbid if it is. <laughs> yeah. You're going to feel really bad that you let us go, Tim, if we go down. I'm telling you not to. <laughs> well, but you're not doing much about it. Actions speak louder than words. Uh, hopefully, guys, we will see you, you next week. You guys should not do this. For another episode. No one listens to you anyway. For another episode of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Could you imagine you if it's the finale? You're 100% going to crash. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we might crash, but at least it's got a parachute. We're going to crash on the way home because Alex is going to be sideways from the, 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 what's from it, the, the chili, chili bowl, bowl flu. flu. <laughs>
Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Thim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Thim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean Thim. Ever been to Delaware? If not, now is the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.